If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Slightly Something Else. I am here with the renowned, the the handsome, the educated, and the slightly surly Marty Sleva, pronounced as if you were scared of the armholes in your shirt. Sleeve. Yep. Ah! That was uh, uh, right before we went live. Jack was like, ooh, I need to tweet this episode out. And he's like, ooh, I got a good one. And he was like giggling and typing. And I told him that it was like watching badness occur in yep. real time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's what that's what he came up with, which I think I personally think was beautiful. Thanks. So I think that was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. I, I've said this many, many times. No one will ever find me as funny as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's perfectly okay. But yes, I, I thought of that joke of how to pronounce your last name, and uh, and I had to I had to go I had to jump on it. I'm, I thank you for not uh, being offended by the pronunciation of your last name. I uh, I thought it was beautiful. So so I, it warmed the the cold cockles of my heart. Oh well, gotta gotta keep them gotta keep it warm. <laughs> we got spicy cockles this week. Spicy cockles like a mama used to make. Quite literally, she made us. Um, But in any case, we are here on Slightly Something Else to talk about Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Nintendo is this kind of forever nebulous company. They do some messed up shit. They get away with absolute bullshit constantly because we love the things they make. And it's forever like this balance of we love... We love Nintendo, but Nintendo does some bullshit. Yeah, I think I think that's it. It's just uh, they've they've done so much for me over the past thirty five years that I'm like, well, it's fine. You can just continue to take money from my pocket because I'm a big idiot. Yeah. That's that's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, and I guess starting off with a little a little housekeeping. So Yahtzee is feeling under the weather. Mm-hmm. That's why he's he's not here. So so everyone send send uh, thoughts and and prayers and metamucil to him. He's not like dying. It's fine. He's yeah, I think I think he's fine. There is a general uh, like there is a countrywide bug going around, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. it's flu season and yep. like people are now out in public again. So we're all getting the flu again. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, if you know something about Yahtzee, he goes and raves and he raves hard. Oh, yes. No, yeah. And yeah. I've told him he really should rein in licking other people mm-hmm. at, yeah. at yeah. the rave he's, parties. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. He, does, he has those candy necklaces. And, and, and the, yeah. the, uh, the, the candy, um, what do you call those, where you suck like on the, 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 the pacifiers? The ring, no, ring like pops? the candy oh, pacifiers. pacifiers that he yeah. likes to yeah. share with all the people mm-hmm. he goes to yeah. raves to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. But uh, yeah, we'll be here to to hold down the ship for the next hour. Uh, and and if you guys don't know the format of the show, uh, we're going to talk about Nintendo for the first half hour, mm-hmm. and then for the back half, we're opening it up to your super chats. So you can start start sending them into the chat right now. Uh, the super chats help keep the lights on, help let us make incredible shows that you know. Adventurous Nye. That's that helps keep the lights on on that wonderful show that that you shepherd. So. 
uh, send those in now and then we'll go over all of them on the back half of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Your super chats mean that we can just spend a, a half hour talking about Nintendo and our gripes with Nintendo and not have to worry about Nintendo demonetizing us because we get monetized from you all. Uh, and we appreciate it every single time. Absolutely. So, so uh, on to the bullshit. What do we want to start with? Do we want to start with like positive aspects or maybe we start with the bullshit and then kind of explain why we let them get away with the bullshit? <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I like that. I like that order. And it's uh, like Nintendo is a incredibly frustrating company to be a fan of. Mm-hmm. And it seems like for every uh, two steps forward, they take one step back and they miss so many of the easy things. Yeah. Um, like the most the most recent thing, I think one of the reasons that sparked this topic was uh, during the Animal Crossing Direct last week, uh, they announced the full details of the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack Plus, which is going to be $50 a year as opposed to the $20 a year that is currently there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will uh, uh, let you do- or let you play uh, the small assortment of Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games that they're releasing um, next week. Uh, alongside you will get the animal crossing 2.0 update for free as opposed to the 20 or 25 dollars that it would cost normally okay um but uh they have not announced afterwards what their plans are so we don't know what their rollout schedule for n64 and sega genesis games are going to look like uh we don't know if other dlc going forward is going to cost money we don't really they're pretty much just saying give us an extra 30 dollars a year and trust us even though they have not earned our trust whatsoever in that regard when it comes to online stuff. Oh, right. Like, I mean, you know, I, I have Nintendo online and I, occasionally I do play like their Super Nintendo games or their Nintendo games. It's been relatively sparse as far as yeah. cool games to play. Well, and especially they uh, the, the frustrating thing about that is like every month they'll be like, "Ooh, here's our Super Nintendo update. And it'll be like, you remember this uh, firefighter game that came out in 1991? Well, it's here. And everyone's like, well, what about like Earthbound and Mario RPG? Like those are the, the games we really want. And they're like, "Ooh, did you say Joe and Mac, your favorite, <laughs> your, your favorite cavemen duo? Well, uh-huh. Joe and Mac 2 is here. We got Joe that. and Mac 1. Yeah. And so it's like I'm a hardcore Nintendo fan. And every time they release these new games, I'm like, I literally don't know what this is. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I feel like I rented every single game throughout the 90s, and yet I don't know what any of these games are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what they have. And part of that, like on the on the creator end of it, part of that does have to be hard for them because I'm sure there is a crap ton of licensing issues that mm-hmm. they have to deal with. As any company who's now moving on to streaming services, as, as we just uh, went through with the whole ScarJo debacle, yeah, like changing your contracts from the a, a more traditional uh, distribution network to a streaming uh, uh, system has mm-hmm. all sorts of legality loopholes that you need to jump through, which you might not have under belt. So it's like it's very understandable from Nintendo standpoint, but then don't offer it as a service if you can't give us cool shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's one of the reports came out that the reason for the price hike, uh, a lot of it was because of licensing issues. And and uh, not only is it tough to license these old games, but to try to license some of them from third parties like, you know, Konami and Capcom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, who made some of the games of that era that 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 are so renowned. And that's also another reason why we don't see a lot of those, you know, there were so many like IP games back then, like, but we never see the Batman the Animated Series game, you know, on any <laughs> yes. of these services, or very few of the Disney games. Disney kind of packages those themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, and a lot of those developers just don't exist anymore. Like that's true. You know, forever you'll you'll see like a Jalico. You know, like, there was a company that was just named Jalico. Like, who thought this was a good idea? Like, what the hell is a Jalico? <laughs> it's a kind of cat. It sing, it sings about it. Isn't it Calico? It, well, it's <laughs> in the musical Cats. It's a Jalico. Oh, that was the butthole film, right? The film with the buttholes. <laughs> I remember that film. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think you're confusing this with the very famous butthole stage play. It's a butthole oh, stage yeah, production. Yeah. yeah, it was the uh, autobiography of the butthole surfers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like every year also we get one musical that's just like everyone's like, all right, boys, let's load up and let's just unload on this thing. And so you get Cats. We got Dear Evan Hansen oh, a couple weeks ago, which God, is like a... God bless Dear Evan Hansen. You, get, you yeah. gave us all something to collectively shit on. And we appreciate yeah. you for that. And I do. I gotta appreciate the chutzpah of casting a uh, very old-looking thirty-year-old as a fifteen, fifteen-year-old. Well, the the funny thing is, uh, his dad is the producer. Like it's literally a my dad cast me in my movie that I. No, no, you're fine. You're the handsomest fifteen-year-old I've ever seen, kid. Yeah, I don't. It's 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 bad. No, no, you can no. pull it off. You can pull it off. You can definitely pull it off. Mm. Uh, that being said, though, the Nintendo the the fifty dollars a year thing. I don't think that that's too much to ask mm. for. Yeah, yeah. I think the the $20, I feel like is that's really cheap. I mean, their online yeah. service kind of sucks, but like, mm. I don't know, for for those Super Nintendo games, $20 a year isn't that much. $50 a year is still less money than than what, you know, Xbox Live Gold or, or Game Pass or, or the PlayStation Plus or anything will get you. That being said, they are offering a lot less than those services and those services have sort of created a, oh, you know, Game Pass updates often with really good games. Yes. And you know that PlayStation Plus gets you a couple cool games a month. And, you know, Sony every other month will, like, you know, put out some new game or a complete banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Nintendo doesn't have that yet. And and I think they, they, they kind of want you to pay that money on faith. And uh, I don't have faith in them when it comes to that specific thing. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when it comes to a lot of things, like even even you know, getting away from their from their online service, you know, we we recently or we are about to get. I'm not sure where we are in development of the Nintendo OLED, which was you know like the Switch. it's here, it's out. Is it? I have no. Yeah, yeah. I have no concept. I mean, it's not out. No you can, probably can't find yeah. it at the store, but no uh, one can yeah, buy it, anything. No, no, that is true. Uh, but you know, like, it, and which is a classic Nintendo move of repackaging the exact same hardware with one slight tweak for mm-hmm. boosted sales. I was just watching a fantastic video on the history of the Game Boy Pocket. Uh, oh yeah, the first you know the first Nintendo handheld to go through a mid-generation swaparoo. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, like they. Everyone was expecting a Switch Pro or a Switch Plus or, oh, yeah, give me some boosted hardware so I can actually, like, play a game without dropping every frame every second. Yep. And they're like, no, absolutely, no, it's got a bigger, yeah. uh, it's got a nicer screen. Yeah. Exact same guts. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it is funny because, like, all those reports are pretty much like they know there is, like, a new, a new more powerful Switch in development. Mm-hmm. But it was almost like Nintendo's like, well supply shortages are still tough they're going to be tough for the next like year or two so let's just put this little stopgap guy in there all the idiots like me i'll I'll spend 350 dollars on it and then in like a year and a half they'll be like and here's the switch two or or whatever (laughs) because switch has been out for it's been uh four and a half years Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. because it was march of 2017 so 
you know, we are nearing the point where, where it makes sense to start hearing about what the next step is. But, uh, you know, Nintendo, for all you know, Nintendo's going to, uh, you know, release a Switch 2 that isn't backwards compatible, you know, because Nintendo tends to do dumb nonsense like that. But so now let's I think this is a perfect pivot point into the reason why we give Nintendo way more leeway than we give other companies. The Switch is a batshit insane idea in general. Gangbusters. I, I It's one of my favorite consoles. I'm a big uh, proponent of gaming on the go. I love Same. the fact that you can pick it up, dock it. That is not anything that a company, a, a normal company would do. A normal company would not swing that big in hopes of hitting something. And Nintendo does. And so there mm -hmm. is this Nintendo still has this scrappy out of left field performance artist persona about them, even though they are a, a greedy company like any other greedy company. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They are a giant monolithic company. Yeah. They're bad at communication <laughs> with with their you know with their consumer base. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like they don't, you know, they they don't follow the beat of anyone else's drum. Like they're not chasing fads or anything. They're creating fads mm -hmm. or trying to create a fad that isn't like the Virtual Boy. That wasn't that wasn't a good idea. Why did you do that? Um, and whereas the Wii, you know, they completely derailed gaming for what felt like five to ten years yeah. when sony and microsoft were like well we got to have connector we got to have move like we got to people want to wiggle in their bedrooms and everyone's like we don't want to do that kind of wiggling in our bedrooms everyone <laughs> just stop this. no we want to wiggle for a party game here or there and yeah. that's it yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. and so um yeah the switch I, I think it was literally five years ago today that nintendo there was that i think it might have been the reveal of the switch when nintendo had that tweet where mario was like peeking behind a curtain do you remember that it was like a weird it was looked like a mario costume peeking behind a curtain and it was like like the, the most nightmarish like uh, obgyn <laughs> visit ever where like all of a sudden you look up and like this this large italian man is like i'm here so what are we gonna do now that's gonna be uh in the Mario movie. Chris Pratt is gonna be an OBG one. Of course, and, that makes yeah, a, yeah a really good update to that character. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, sure enough, five years later, uh, you know, the Switch has it was record setting for the number of months in a row. It was the number one selling console. I think uh, just this month, finally, the PS5 uh, surpassed it, and you know, only because it's we're now slowly being able to buy a PS5 out in the wild. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and also I think the reason we give Nintendo a pass is because you know, for all of their nonsense, they still at a pretty consistent tick release just an absolute banger of a game, like a uh, uh, completely like, oh man, yeah, this is, this is really good. I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> that, yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, I, I, I feel like there, there was something that Nick and I were talking on the last escapist show, which is like when you can feel the love in a game. Yeah. You know, when you, when you feel the love, when your grandma bakes you cookies, right? And Nintendo still has that for a lot of their in-house games. Mm -hmm. You know, say what you will about the company. There was love when they made Breath of the Wild. They they yeah. wrote a love letter to exploration and adventure games in general. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we got one of the greatest games ever made. Uh, I, I think similar things can be said about a lot of their games. And so it's like, we, but there's still an evil, greedy company 
but there's enough heart left in them where we're we're just like okay all right company <laughs> yeah <laughs> give me the love yeah. right yeah and uh yeah you see that in, in in new games you see that in games like you know animal crossing which came out right at the start of the pandemic almost like serendipitously and was really therapeutic to a lot of folks mm-hmm. and then we just they just announced this really massive kind of 2.0 update to it. So I think a lot of folks are going to be going back to that. Uh, you saw that in Smash Brothers Ultimate, which after two and a half years, uh, we finally got Sora in the game uh, as of last <laughs> night. So when you look at that roster, like that is wild. Like I, I think like there will never be another game that it manages to accomplish something quite like just looking at that roster <laughs> and looking the love and care that was given to every character from Mario to Sora. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And well, and, you know, not not to mention, obviously, like with with Smash, you know, that's DLC, that's paid DLC. Mm -hmm. But for something like Animal Crossing, every update we've had so far has been a free update. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's almost like at a certain point I was like, why aren't you charging for this? (laughs) Like, it's a dumb thing that like, you know, I'm not saying that I want that. But like, why haven't we gotten a new track for a dollar every month in Mario Kart? Right. Like at this point, why haven't I spent like an extra $200 on Mario Kart to buy new tracks? Or why weren't people, you know, like Animal Crossing is one of those games that could have been so tightly packed with microtransactions Mm -hmm. and the whales like would have spent so much money on that game, but Nintendo didn't do that. And so it's like they, despite all of the the, the nonsense and the bullshit they do, they still like have a conscience. Maybe (laughs) I guess like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That's yeah. Not like a Jiminy Cricket conscious, but like a, I don't know, like a Jimmy Cricket who smokes cigarettes and like doesn't really care too much. It's like behind other child support. Right. It's they're like yeah. what they are is chaotic good. Where like overall they are good, but you're never quite sure where they're doing their good or why they're doing their good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where where like any other company who had like literally built a game around players having to come back every single day in order to accomplish their goals would have front loaded that with as many microtransactions as, as humanly possible. And Nintendo <laughs> didn't. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing because it makes it an overall better game. But on on the flip side of that, now we're getting charged for, you know, three Nintendo 64 games every three months. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or paying $60 for a game that was out on Wii U <laughs> that they're sort of just sort of glossing up a little bit. But they were like, well, no one bought that weird thing. So, you know, right. people want to want to jump into all these old games that they might have missed that generation. Here, here's a, a universally panned game that you can play now for full price. Yeah. And I'll be like, ah, yeah, I'm going to buy it. And then an hour into it, I'm like, why did I do that? No, everyone hates that game. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. But then on the other hand, you do get uh, Metroid Dread, which, which uh, you were saying you have your copy of, you haven't had a chance to start it yet. It's still, look, it's still in the plastic. You can still see it's in the plastic only because um, my children have rediscovered Super Smash Brothers. So we've been doing nothing but Super Smash Brothers for the past week which is another like kind of wonderful thing is it feels like nintendo is generational in a way that the other consoles aren't Mm. like it feels like uh those nintendo games like your your kids can get a certain appreciation for them and then you can have a different appreciation for them Mm. because you come to them with history whereas they come to it like oh i want bowser to be able to 
you know, beat up that other dinosaur over there. <laughs> right? No, we what it, you know. we were just at a we were at a rummage sale the other day and and like there was an NES copy of Duck Hunt, you know, for 25 <laughs> cents, like a cartridge NES Duck Hunt. And my kids are like, "Oh, Wait, Duck Hunt was a game? <laughs> I was like, oh, because they know the characters from Super Smash Brothers. I was like, yes. that's where you just you stared up into the sun and you just slowly melted away. Like, is this aging? I turned to dust. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. No, but like, like watching them, you know, like I can only imagine this is what like sports people feel like when their kids get good at sports that they used to be good at is like watching them go from button mashing in super smash brothers to learning how to properly like dodge shift and even like air dodge shift and like Mm -hmm. do all of like high level smash brothers play that for me means that i can't play smash brothers with my friends because you know like i'm way too good for my friends not quite good enough for tournament play which you know means i'm forever alone but you know like watching my kids go from button mashing to that has been a really wonderful communal experience mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily get from a lot of other consoles like we we have a lot yeah, of pretenders yeah. but like oh yeah, you know, yeah sony has been so hard focused on the single player experience for the good like a, a, a bunch of amazing games yeah that they yeah. kind of forgot about the party game yeah, and uh, those those Nintendo games do a really good job of uh, you can like I'm I really like Smash and I'm really bad at it, um, and so I only like to play with items. I like the weirdest stages. I like stage transformations. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if there's eight people on there. Um, whereas like I played a couple weekends ago on game night with Casey, and Casey's got like two thousand hours or something crazy, right? You know, into it, and he plays competitively and everything, and it's almost like they're two completely different games for us, right? Um, but loved just equally in our own ways and i feel like a lot of their games if you even look at uh, metroid dread Mm -hmm. is a similar thing to where uh you know i played through it and i loved it and i took my time and i was beating my head against the wall at certain bosses and then i'll go online and see people on my friends list who are like uh oh yeah just beat it uh 90 97 minutes and i'm like how did you do that (laughs) that took me like 15 hours i don't know how you possibly got through that planet in that time right yeah well, and that it just goes again to the, like the craft and like, you know, speaking, I haven't played Dread yet, so I can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. But like speaking of Smash, I know like the amount of time put into balancing particular characters, making sure that each of their moves is something the actual character would do in their yes. individual yeah. game, but also making it accessible to mm-hmm. new players, to veteran players like speed running was invented with nintendo games because nintendo made weird games that anyone could enjoy at any Mm -hmm. level yeah ah ah and that's why we love them and that's why even though you know burn the capitalist pigs except nintendo (laughs) (laughs) maybe just like burn them a little bit like like char them but they'll be they'll be fine afterwards charizard them Char- Ooh, I like that. That was really good. I was thinking Char, the bad guy from Mobile Suit Gundam, but that's not a Nintendo thing, so I probably shouldn't go in that direction. Gundam does rule, though. It's a bunch of just dudes and robots who just beat the shit out of each other. That's you, great. You can't, go, you can't go wrong with that. I like the Mighty Morphin no, Power can't. Rangers. You know, my dudes and oh, robots. Oh, my God. All those high schoolers, they go get milkshakes, and doing, they fight the Doing witch. gymnastics, karate, and then they get big yeah. robots. It's great. Yeah. It's great. It's weird that they take orders from a big head, though. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. 
<laughs> and also it always just seemed like they hung out like the san fernando valley that was like the only place like anyone ever attacked was like the the sort of the like the the high desert plains just outside of la well i mean if you think about it that's the cultural nexus of the united states mm-hmm. is that yeah, they film all the they do a bunch of pornos there yeah exactly that's why it's the cultural nexus like it's <laughs> yeah, where yeah. every culture comes together for pornography or giant robot battles the big two sometimes mixed the big two who knows first of who all just share share some links later as all <laughs> have you ever seen pacific rim job am i right <laughs> <laughs> don't make that movie guillermo del toro you want an oscar you don't need to make that movie just you know setting up a new tab here real quick <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks be sure to buy GoDaddy uh Rim job <laughs> anyway speaking of buttholes yeah, let's. Uh... <laughs> but I digress. Uh, but yes, uh, to to sort of for me to put my cap on this, uh, I do like Metroid Dread is one of my favorite games of the year. Mm-hmm. Like I am so glad this game existed. It exists, and this was a game we didn't know about until E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Like this is a game that that I mean, despite the fact that a name Metroid Dread has been sort of floating around in the ether, uh, Nintendo also does a good job of of balancing. Okay, we'll show Breath of the Wild several years before it comes out which might be a little too early yeah but then also at e3 we'll show you um you know games like metroid dread and and WarioWare and advance wars and super mario party and all these games are available in the next five months so it's nice it's it, chaotic chaotic good <laughs> and it's you know i guess like even you speaking about e3 makes me think about do you remember the first E3 that we got um, kind of like the the like cinematic teaser for the original Breath of the Wild? Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, Link did that awesome thing where he's riding on his horse and then he flips off his horse and in slow-mo like explodes. Gets the bow out. Yeah. Gets the bow out and explodes the Guardian with that. And then you play Breath of the Wild and you can do exactly that. Like you can flip yeah. off your horse, get out your bow, in slow-mo explode a Guardian. And like even just saying that is I'm getting some slight chills right now yeah. because it's like, again, that's Nintendo like wearing their heart on their sleeve and saying like at the end of the day, we want to make money. We enjoy making money, but we also love the things that we make. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's kind of like the perfect blend. Like that's like what capitalism is theoretically supposed to be. Right. It's like, Oh, I enjoy making this thing. Pay me for my time for making this beautiful thing. Yeah. uh, For making this piece of art. But of course, Nintendo is also a corporation. And so that's where we get this like scattershot approach of, of good and bad and everything in between. Yeah. But, but there's still love in there. There is, there is. And I don't, I don't want them to go away. Like a lot of people are always like, oh, I want them to just uh, make games and just make games for PlayStation and Xbox and, and oh, God, get no. out of the hardware market. But I think they, they need to sort of remain to, to be the strange wild card in the yes. race. While while Sony and Microsoft are, are, you know, doing their constant kind of arms race of technology. <laughs> right. Like have, have Nintendo there to just randomly be like, boop, this next console, Scr- uh, scratch and sniff. All of our games are going to be scratch and sniff. <laughs> Oh, we didn't figure out that if you have allergies, they're going to die playing these. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. A few people died. We're moving on. No, and I think like you need that as someone who is like like desperately looking forward to the Steam Deck. Like Mm -hmm. that is something that like uh, the entire. I don't think 
the mobile PC as a handheld PC would exist without the immense success of the Switch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you see, like, the Switch, the uh, amount of games per user is, like, way higher than any other console. And and I even noticed that. Like, I'll open up the eShop and I'll just buy stuff on a whim if it's on sale to be like, well, this is an indie game I've been meaning to play, but I'll, I'll play it on Switch while I have another, like, while I'm binging a TV show absolutely. or, you know, watching some spooky October movies in the background. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Well, and I've, I've heard that from several devs is like, oh, I've had a game on Steam for five years, barely made a blip. I put it on Nintendo. Sales went through the roof because people yeah. want to play games on their Switch, which is why Nintendo needs to keep making stuff, because they make things. That's the crazy thing. Like they make a system that people want to play games on. Yeah. You know, like when I think uh, like I'm I'm looking at my horrible beast of a PlayStation 5. I hate look I hate looking at my PlayStation 5. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to try to put a box around it or something. Um like I never think about like how great it will be to play a game on that. It's like, oh, it plays games well and I know that. But like yeah. when I think about playing a game on my Switch, I think about cuddling up on the couch. Like it, there's something tangible to it. It's like reading a physical book yes, still. Yes. You know? That's it. That's exactly what it yeah. is. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Great. Which and especially once once we get to the point where they're scratching stuff and we're able to lick our switch and it'll taste like Metroids. Yeah. Which I don't know if I want to taste that. I mean that's just like jello, jello and veins. Uh you, isn't that what a Metroid is? Yeah, but uh, but then you're gonna get creepers wanting to taste Samus too, and then it turns into a whole thing. Then it turns Yeah, but then if you look at the Samus's armor probably just gonna give you like a battery like jolt. A copper taste. She has to have yeah. some sort of you know, like uh, like, uh, like have you ever seen like uh, a horn section? They do that thing where they like let out the spit, they have spit valve. Yeah, yeah, a spit valve. She yeah. has to have something like that, or else what happens to all of her sweat while moving around in that? She has to I mean, have I a imagine sweat like valve. uh in all those armors, and the same thing with like Master Chief that there's like some sort of filtration system that all your piss and shit and goops get turned into like oxygen or like i guess something i guess yeah. that would that would make so, oh i see uh editor nick calandra is now in chat <laughs> uh reminding marty and i uh to stay on topic and reminding all of you that we're about to read your super chats because we're now officially talking about samus's sweat glands which means yeah. we've run out of nintendo things to talk about so uh now is the time in which we are going to look into your super chats uh i'm also saying this out loud so nick can send me all the super chats because i don't have access to them oh i see them on the i, I think i see them on all the on the youtube chat they're I just they're, they're on the chats i just want to make sure uh we get all of them i don't know if we necessarily all have all of them so nick need all of them also if you want to send us which which uh which nintendo character do you think tastes the best and taste the worst or like taste the weirdest like i think eating mr game and watch would be very strange like i don't know if that that would be like cracking open like a thing of crackers from like 30 years ago yeah 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 all right hear me out here kirby yeah he would taste like a marshmallow right yeah or like does kirby t take the take the taste of whatever kirby has eaten See, that's where I think you could have a lot of fun because, like, yeah. I see Kirby as, yeah, very marshmallowy, very fluffy. But then, like, you basically, like, Kirby is your gateway to flavor combinations. Yeah. Ooh, I like that, right? too. I like that. Uh, Pacific Blue says snake tastes like cigarettes, Ooh. like solid snake, Ugh. which just tastes like cigarettes. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, who amongst us has never just eaten a bunch of cigarettes? <laughs> Let them cast the first stone. <laughs> Eurydice, the Bible. 
No, I don't know if that's from the Bible. Probably not from the Bible. I don't think Eurydices is also like a book of the Bible. <laughs> I know very little about the Bible. All right. On to Super Chats here. Jeb Bar- Jed Barber, thanks for the $9.99 American, who says, so the comparison to Disney seems to really seems really easy to make. Do you think we'll reach either a Nintendo renaissance a la 90s Disney, or has it already moved too close to being the draconian brand miser? I like that turn of phrase. <laughs> uh, I think, well, it's funny you sit, you're saying a Nintendo Renaissance, like Disney had the Renaissance, you know, from like, uh, you know, the late eighties to the mid nineties, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, little mermaid through Lion King and Aladdin and all that, uh, yeah. being the beast. Uh, but Nintendo was also just completely crushing it then as well. Like that was the super Nintendo era, which is just when like formative experiences, like link to the past and super Metroid and earthbound and Mario world were, were coming out. Right. So, yeah, I feel like uh, N- Nintendo tends to just uh, is on like a constant ebb and flow where it almost feels like every other generation is kind of a drop ball, which mm-hmm. I guess doesn't bode well for whatever they do after the Switch. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think the one difference is that Disney, if Disney feels like they're back on track now, I think it's mostly because of acquisitions. You know, it would mostly be like if you're a big uh, Star Wars or Marvel right. or Pixar fan. Um Whereas, although like Disney proper movies like Coco, I, I really enjoyed. I think, well, Coco was a Pixar. Was Coco a Pixar? Coco wasn't was Disney Pixar. proper? Coco. Moana was Disney proper. There you go. Mo- Moana is Disney proper. Coco is Pixar. But but the, gotcha. but you're absolutely right. Like Disney found a new business model, which is buy all the things that are already popular and make more of those <laughs> things. They're fine. Yeah. Um, you know, so like, which is very similar to like a Microsoft approach of just like, oh, mm-hmm. all of these developers, they're ours now. They're gonna, yeah, you yeah, know? and that's fine. And, and Nintendo doesn't really do that. Though. No. Nintendo isn't too much. Like most of their acquisitions come from second parties that they pretty much like. If they were to acquire Mercury Steam, the developer behind Metroid Dread, that would not surprise me because <laughs> they've been working on games like that and Samus Returns. Mm. Um, it almost feels like a, a couple that's been together for like ten years and then they finally get married. You're like, all right, oh, well, yeah. I, Do I still need to buy you a toaster? Because like, I was about to say, is this just this is just for tax purposes, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly, and so like. But like, even think about Nintendo's dips. What, what's so funny to me about Nintendo's like dips, their downtime, because a renaissance can only happen after a downturn. Yeah, yeah, is is like how the math works on that. So like, <laughs> Nintendo's downturn was the GameCube. Which was a phenomenal system that had amazing games. I still have like 30 GameCube games right here on the shelf next to me that like I I absolutely love. Yes. And then, you know. But like that was the dark time for Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like like the Wii U was a dark time for the Nintendo. I fucking loved the Wii U. As As a household with many people in it and only one TV, the ability to play my Nintendo games and still have the TV available so my wife could watch her show was great. Yeah. It's funny. It felt like a very Nintendo thing in that, uh, like the original Mario, the original Zelda, and the original Metroid, they, they felt like proof of concepts for what eventually became, you know, Super Mario World and Link to the Past and Super Metroid. Yeah, yeah. And in that way, it felt like the Wii U was a proof of concept for what eventually became the Switch, which us and tens of millions of people 
love. Exactly. And so it's like, I guess all I'm saying here is like the Nintendo down periods were actually pretty awesome. <laughs> Let's just be yeah, honest yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. They're still filled with 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 killer games. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think Nintendo's going to always do what Nintendo do, which is uh, chaos, pure yeah. and utter chaos. Yeah, and Sega is going to do what Nintendo don't. Oh, that's what they've always been so good. Which at. is uh, go bankrupt. They, they did go, but yeah. yeah, they they lost a lot of money. Yeah, they lost a lot of money. Uh, that guy, you know, thanks for the two dollars. Actually, and you know what, Nick did not include where this money has come from, so I have no idea if your money is uh, American or some other form of currency. Uh, I usually like to shout that out. Nick, get on it. Um, oh, that guy, you know, also says Nintendo is basically just video game Disney, which we've already uh, talked about. Which I, we don't believe. I don't believe to be true. No. I don't think so either. Yeah. I do. I do think they're the closest thing when you think of like the the nostalgic love I have for Disney. It is similar to the nostalgic love I have for Nintendo. Yeah. But I don't think the the companies are run similarly, despite the fact that Nintendo has just opened up a theme park and is about to get into animated movies. Right. I think like and that Miyamoto's head will eventually be frozen and like put in a jar <laughs> so that he could be. Brought back to life in like a hundred years. Please don't do that. I think like we could. I, there's probably a similarity between between some of the strategies. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like if you look at something like Frozen, mm-hmm. which is kind of a callback to the classic princess musicals, mm-hmm. but is definitely a modernized version of that. Nintendo does a lot of that where they like say, Oh, breath of the wild is, is a great example. Like let's just capture that feeling of the original Zelda of exploring the nothingness, but make it in a modern way. I think like, if we look at the Marvel game plan, very similar, let's just, mm-hmm. let's boil these characters down to their core and now place them in modern movies. Like, it, yeah, you know, like we're not making comic book movies. We're making character movies movies yeah that's a really good point so yeah. I, I think there's like a lot of similarities between their game plan i think as a business though they're very very different mm-hmm. yeah but mickey is a mouse and mario is uh he's a plumber he's a plumber he would get rid of mice think about that in fact he fought a mouse in a dream in super mario brothers 2 spoiler alert that's true that's true that is a mouse with a bunch of bombs i didn't like yeah. that mouse at no all. no yeah that mouse was an ass yeah but it was all dream, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. That guy you know, thanks for the five bucks, uh, who says $50 is cheaper than buying the hardware and an old Nintendo 64 and Genesis games. That is true. Possibly true. The The only difference is it's not the entire library. Like, you don't have access yeah. to the entire Nintendo 64 library or that Genesis library. You only have access to whatever games they feel like releasing yeah. that month. They are doing neat things. Like I think I believe they've said Mario Kart 64 you could play online with like four buds. Which, granted, when you play Nintendo games online, everything usually breaks. But still, and also I don't know why I'd want to play Mario Kart 64 as opposed to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, right? which is just it put better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But still, it's a thought that counts. It is. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Right, yeah. and it's like, oh, you could play uh, Super Mario 64, or you can already play Super Mario 64 because we already made it part of the package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I'd rather have it this way or like it was with the Wii and Wii U where everything's just a la carte. Where yeah, release the Nintendo 64 games and they're $10 a piece and I can choose if I only want to buy Ocarina of Time or if I want to buy F-Zero or whatever, Paper Mario. Um, and then I quote unquote own it as opposed to just leasing it, which is what you know all of these sort of digital subscriptions are like right. Game Pass. 
Right. Well, or that's, I mean, technically that's what Steam is. Like if you're not buying a physical copy of something, yeah, you're only yeah. leasing it. That's what iTunes is. You're only leasing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is, I guess, a topic for a whole nother day. But it is. Yeah. But I get like if if I were to choose, I would prefer the subscription mm-hmm. because then you also have access to things you wouldn't necessarily think to play, but may want to like like with Game Pass. Like, oh, I wanted to check this game out. I wasn't willing to pay 10 bucks for it, but now it's part of my subscription service. I'll give that a try and I might love it. Yeah, I wish that's something Nintendo could do with Expansion Pack Plus is start going sort of that route and maybe including one game a month, like one indie game a month. Oh, yes. And so let people sort of shine a spotlight in that, which like I saw a bunch of people this morning uh, uh, all all excited because on Xbox Game Pass uh, next week, the Forgotten City is coming, which uh, have you read? Do you know about the Forgotten City? Yes, that's the uh, the time loop. The, the yeah. time loopy game. <laughs> I don't think we could describe anything this year as the time loop game because I think there's a lot there's of time a lot. Loop games. <laughs> that's the that's the uh, Skyrim-ish time loop game, right? Yeah, it was like a, it was originally a Skyrim mod, yeah, yeah. and then this is yeah, it's like in Rome or something. I haven't played it, but I'm very excited to play it because it is coming out. And yeah, folks have said that in the pantheon of time loop games from this year, this might be the best. One. <laughs> right, and, and maybe you probably don't fuck your sister at the end. Of this. <laughs> fingers crossed although it's ancient rome so oh fuck (laughs) never mind but i i think like that's the benefit of something like this is like nintendo saying hey like here's like an ancient nintendo game that we loved did not sell very well you can play it now and rediscover this classic yeah that's the hope yeah like one of the n64 games one of the first eight is Winback, which was this completely forgotten third person shooter Mm -hmm. but it was sort of the first one to do like a third person cover shooter oh, like okay. both Shinji Mikami and RE4 and uh, the the team at Epic on Gears uh-huh. both said that they were inspired by this game so it's like a weirdly important game if <laughs> it's not probably a good game but it's like <laughs> sort of important yeah. right and so it's like that's that kind of preservation is important even though it's not technically preservation because you can't play it forever and ever but yeah hopefully they'll do something yeah. cool with it uh, let's exactly. see what we have here. Blue McNeil, thanks for the five bucks, who says this may hurt the bottom line, but get an EverDrive. Emulate until they sell something you will buy. I have been very, very clear on this. As someone who produces content, it would be incredibly hypocritical of me to endorse any sort of piracy. I cannot. I understand the gray area as far as piracy and emulation is concerned. I understand like what I just talked about, about game uh, art preservation. That's a Mm -hmm. real thing. In fact, uh, just this weekend, I downloaded, uh, you know, a whole bunch of YouTube videos that I don't want to disappear from the ether because they would yeah. be important for historical purposes. I did that. <laughs> I'm not going to like the, Z- like the Zapruder film. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, this would uh, leave us on too big of a tangent. So I will not okay, say, sorry. but so it's like, I, I understand that there are a lot of really valid arguments for mm-hmm. pirating and emulation as a baseline. I do not support them because really it's mm-hmm. just stealing. Yeah, yeah. Counterpoint: Just steal. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm also. I'm, I'm very much. I'm very much in the same boat. If if there is any way that is not like pulling teeth of of purchasing this thing legally, right. I am all for that. But if they're if they're never going to release Earthbound or Mother Three in English, 
And yeah, like I would gladly pay for this. Please let me pay for this. Otherwise, I'll have to play it this way. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of people like talk about abandonware. Absolutely. Yeah. If there's a game yeah. that, you know, like is is never being released. Yeah. Go fucking nuts. I don't care if yeah. if there's a game that you have the physical cartridge of and you just want to play it on your computer like, eh, that's gray area. But, you know, you do you. Yeah. And to me, it's just not it's not a cut and dry. Thing. It's not like you know murder is illegal <laughs> agree murder should be illegal if you kill like a wolf man who is attacking your kids mm, i don't know i don't think you should go to jail like minute. that wolf man tried to murder your spawn wait a minute, wait a minute. why wolf man that's the question oh i mean it could have just been anyone it could have been like a just a dude <laughs> like i was thinking it's the spooky month this is like the month of wolfman sure. i believe we're two days away from a full moon and, and i guess like you know what in your head it's like oh i thought i was killing a wolf which would which is not a crime but i actually killed a man but it was an accident because i thought it was a one i yeah. thought it was a wolf two it was attacking my family but then even if it was a man attacking your family that's that's just self-defense so the, that's okay. Yeah. yeah or if it was like ah, i thought i was i was fully aware that i was killing a man yeah. Ooh, but thank god he was probably half wolf this is my loophole. Yeah. So which is it? No. Huh? Animal abuse or manslaughter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you decide. I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm really into cryptozoology law. Yeah. 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 So like what yeah, like what if I try to ride Nessie, is that illegal? If you try to ride Nessie, is that illegal? Like Loch Ness Monsters. I try if I try to use like uh, Nessie as a car ferry to get across the lock. Okay. Like, would that be like animal abuse or would that be just like, well, I'm trying to use this this ditch dinosaur to get me from one place to another? Uh, I it Would it be illegal to like ride a dolphin? Mario did that. Mario did that in Mario World. He right. rode a shit ton of dolphins. Exactly. Yeah. I think if it's legal. And he's not going to jail. If, it's, if you won't get arrested for riding a dolphin like in the open ocean, you wouldn't get arrested for riding Nessie. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a difference. I think it's unethical. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely. absolutely. It's yeah. 100% yeah. unethical. You could hurt something that is a, like an endangered species. There's got to be one. Yeah, I think it's only one. Yeah, there's only one. And so it's like there's it's like a Highlander. There's probably, well, oh, that's why Nessie's been around for so long. They're the last one. It killed all the other Highlanders? Yeah. Or killed all the other Nessies? Like lopped their heads off? It lopped all the heads off the other Nessies. So it has all the powers of all Nessies. Because, of course, once you lop their head off, you obtain yeah. the power. And it is. We, and we're the Highlanders Scottish as well? The Highlanders the are Scottish. The only question is, is this... So, like, if, it, if it's going off of Highlander logic, Nessie just has all the power. If we're going off of Highlander 2 logic, once all the other immortals are killed, then you start aging until yeah. more immortals come. And as it turns out, the immortals were aliens. And so then the aliens come and the Highlander turns Was back that what in. happened in Highlander 2? Yeah, it was weird. That's a bad a twist. Bad, it was, That's a bad twist. They were aliens. And then when they came to Earth, even though Ian McLeod was going to die of old age, he turned young again because more... Uh, more immortals showed up. Is uh, Ian McLeod related to Fox McLeod at all? Oh, I think that's where they got the name from because... Yeah, I got us back to Nintendo. I bet Nick was like all worried, like, oh, these two jagaloons aren't talking about Nintendo. Nick, we're talking about the very important topic of Highlander, which, like, by the way, like Highlander, the TV series, one of the most underrated TV series of all times. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. Sure. Uh, Whatever you're saying. Me- <laughs> I was... <laughs> Side of the side tangent. I, w- I was yeah. going on a bit of a Highlander tangent the other day, and someone uh, 
only knew of the movies, and I started going into the deep lore of the television show, and they're like, wait a minute, they made a TV show out of that? And I was like, and that yeah. it set me off in a way that made me uh, not cool to be around for a little bit. So Yeah, that happens. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> um, Ian okay, I think we're at Scavenger. Uh, where are we? Yes, we are at Scavenger. Thank you. Scavenger, thank you for the 20 bucks who said first, first, In the Heights... In 2021, great musical. I did, I did enjoy In the Heights. And the characters played characters that were their age. <laughs> so points to them. Uh, yeah. It was a little long. It was a little long. Yeah, and it didn't It didn't sort of pop like Hamilton did. But that's fine. Yeah, but it like as a as like kind of a, a proto Hamilton, it was mm-hmm. really interesting to watch. And yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun little story. I, I, I think they could have cut there were there were cuts to be made. And uh, he actually made it longer. Like he gave himself, Lin-Manuel Miranda gave himself a character that made it even longer. Yeah. He, was he like the ice cream yeah. man or whatever? He was like, yeah. And then he he gave himself a song that didn't exist in the stage production. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Yeah. This is long enough already. Fucking nepotism. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. We don't need we don't need it to be that long. You can cut. But yeah, uh, yeah like, you know, the the songs are OK. I think like if. If you're a fan of Evil Dead 2, looking back at Evil Dead is really interesting. Evil Dead 2 yeah. is the superior movie. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yep. So Perfect. if you are a fan of Hamilton, looking back at In the Heights is is interesting. Yeah. Hamilton's Hamilton. It's like it's like uh, archaeology. It's like a historical Absolutely. perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Second it's from Scavenger. Gamers are entitled whoa they need a system x years apart need a triple a game each month big n won't exploit their dev team epic r won't rockstar rockstar oh okay it's oh, R oh, sorry. apostrophe epic rockstar won't Comma, release rockstar. broken game with post fixes that is true. Most Nintendo games are uh, they uh, the day you buy them, they work and they work very well. Yes. And you rarely hear them being like, oh, we hear you and, and we were sorry we released this early. We will try to fix the game going forward. Like games just kind of work. <laughs> yeah, the games work yeah. like right away, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, if if they feel like they need to take more time on a project, they just take that time and they say, you'll get the fucking game when you get the fucking game, which I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I agree. I agree. I think we, I, I don't know if that's necessarily a gamers are entitled. I think like we now live in an age where we have access to amazing things at lightning fast speed. So I think it's just a uh, entitlement of the age that we are living in. And I think fandom as a whole is entitled. I think sports fans become entitled of their teams. Sure. I think, uh, you know, f- really hardcore fans of star Wars or the MCU or DC, you see that, mm-hmm. uh, it feels like uh, people feel like if they give a certain amount of themselves, whether financially or like a certain amount of their passion over to something mm-hmm. that they de- uh, that they should get something in, in return, that they deserve something sure. or maybe deserves to have some sort of influence on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and that's just ultimately not how things work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to the day when we can. Or when when certain fans can divorce like their personality from the thing they enjoy, and I like yeah, right now a yeah. lot of that is intertwined. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking at many different fandoms right now. I won't call out yeah, any specifically. <laughs> We're looking at everyone, we can add, including ourselves in the mirror. We can oh absolutely, and I I feel the exact same way. What what I. 
I, I came across a person the other day who doesn't watch movies or TV shows. Okay. And uh, that's like a big part of my life. Yeah. And yeah. so it was just one of those like, well, but like it felt like they were attacking me. They're like, yeah, I'm just not into movies. And I'm like, well, how can you not be into movies? What is, like, yeah, what's yeah. wrong with you? But I, I didn't say that, but that's what I felt, you know. Also, I'm pretending that this is the same person that you immediately, the one <laughs> thing you tried to sell them on was the Highlander TV show. <laughs> <laughs> like for this a yes. hundred years yeah. of this art form mm -hmm. of of the motion picture what mm -hmm. can i show them You're like i got i got, it. I got okay it. i have the one thing that's going to turn you around on movies and television yeah. highlander box set <laughs> yeah yeah like not even the movies no no no, no, no. just the television we're starting with the yeah. tv series <laughs> one you get the great queen song right up front incredible yeah. right up front um no yeah. different people but but yeah so but but i so i guess what i'm saying is i understand that you attach uh the things you like to your personality but that yeah. uh, creates very toxic fandom layoff Agreed. uh eve daily thanks for the five euros who says nintendo seems to protect kid friendly games like mario and animal crossing new horizon except for merch options but their attitude <laughs> to copyright is bs thoughts uh i agree with the first part i definitely think they are very protective of their kid friendly franchises yeah. a lot of times at the detriment of their own online infrastructure like uh how much of a pain in the ass it is to add friends or to be able to speak to your buddies while playing smash mm -hmm. or or mario kart or something um and yeah their their attitude to copyright is kind of does suck like nintendo has been pretty litigious about smash brothers tournaments yeah. that that you know are are clearly honoring their game and are, are you know a community that that loves this thing they've created and wants to to make money to give to good causes and <laughs> yes. uh you know and then nintendo kind of steps in and, and washes that away so um i don't know if that's like a I don't want to say it's a Japanese thing, but I don't know if that you, since so many of the decisions in Nintendo come from Japan, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if there's like a miscommunication there or a, you know, that's sort of not being up with the times when it comes to certain things. It's, it's part of their chaos, right? Where it's like, mm -hmm. like part of their chaos is how grounded they are in this old school system that means that they're not up with the times. I think, I think like it works to their benefit sometimes because if they were up to the times, all they would be doing is trend chasing, which we see a lot of other consoles doing. Yeah, yeah. And because they don't do that, we get innovation. Yeah. We get actual innovation, not just uh, a higher graphical number like, yeah, the, like yeah. the other systems do. And so, like, the uh, pros and cons, right? And I think, I think Nintendo hopefully is learning like oh we should not do this but they're not because like you said they just recently shut down another smash tournament yeah yeah it feels like every time i read that i'm like oh is this the same story from last oh no this is a new it's one. a new one yeah right right, right. yeah so i don't know yes i i agree uh, i like on the other hand that's you know your when you create a work of art that's all you have like you know the all you have is the right to its likeness <laughs> that's how you yeah, make your yeah. money so I do understand that you want to be very protective of them. Yeah. And that's why we're here to announce our official Nintendo NFT, which is the only true art form. Shutting it down. We're shutting everything we're down. Shutting it down. We're shutting, we're it, shutting down. it down. We are not allowed to joke about NFTs. Jesus oh, no. Christ. <laughs> you know what? I didn't like the rainforest anyway. I think it's overrated. 
I think all those weird critters there. I do. What, what, is, what does it ever do to us besides make oxygen? Fuck that. I don't need that. All right, like we can we can make our own oxygen. I'm sure there's a machine that does that. Yeah, I got H. I got a couple of two O's. Boom. Guess what? Oh, Wait, that's water, isn't it? I don't even know what oxygen is. <laughs> like I just said. <laughs> You know, it's, you, been, it's, you, been a while. it's been a while since school. You you literally made water because like, I, but I guess that means you had oxygen because you had two O's just lying around. Yeah. Well, maybe if I got the gills like Kevin Costner in the water world, yeah. then I can breathe that. Yeah. Beautiful. Make water. Little, little H2O sandwich. Little H2O sandwich right there. Oh, <coughs> oh wait, hold on. Through my gills because I'm the mariner. That's his name. There you He's go. the mariner. The mariner. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a name. Beautiful. That's like a a tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. You know, you don't necessarily learn that in the movies. You do learn that if you read the uh, four-part comic adaptation. Mm -hmm. Or you go to the Universal Stunt Show. Or you go to the Universal Stunt Show, which is amazing, by the way. Fucking ruled. Yeah, absolutely. Rules. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact, uh, mostly just to piss off Nick uh, to go on a little tangent. Um, uh, Kevin Costner, when they they were making the Waterworld comics, Kevin Costner (laughs) preemptively sued them to make sure that the Mariner didn't look too much like him. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So he looks really fucked up. <laughs> putting that out there i do i appreciate the preemptive suit yeah. like listen i just assume i'm not gonna like this i'm not so gonna like just, this um yeah, don't make it look like this it. in the bud yeah. yeah though good story it's a fun story yeah. uh scavenger thanks for the two bucks who says falco lombardi tastes like chicken yeah i mean would absolutely scavenger it would absolutely taste like course. chicken yeah of course uh i think you may have did you did you see rye, rye allen quake uh, I did. I missed that one. Oh yeah, just making sure. Just dotting the eyes, crossing the T's. Rye Allen Quake. Thanks for the five bucks. Who said people would accept the fifty dollar price, Nintendo Switch Online price, if a the online service wasn't so bad, and b the price hike didn't set a dangerous precedent for other games. I, I completely agree with the first part that the online service is bad, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, I'm not sure exactly if this is setting a precedent for other games like this might be setting a nintendo precedent in terms of you know if they ever add game boy and game boy advanced games to switch online do we get another 30 dollars price hike or if they would ever add gamecube games right. which i don't it feels like that might be asking like a little too much to i don't know look i just don't know if their infrastructure can handle gamecube games were pretty big yeah you know big cinematic games. Uh, um, i would love me some classic game boy or game boy advance games that would be great. yeah yeah i think that'd be and that's the thing is that's not asking too much because the wii u had that like you could download yeah. by the end you could download the handheld games on wii u like we had a big n64 library yeah. on there so yeah. that would be great yeah but i listen nintendo will price games however they feel like it the the mario collection which was three old mario games is still selling for 60 dollars. like yeah. nintendo does not care they will set whatever yeah. price they want because they're nintendo yeah and i will buy it because i'm a big dumb <laughs> 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 it just, it just happens right and that's why nintendo does what nintendo does mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's all. I think that's all think that's of our it. super yeah. chats. We have a couple. We have a couple bonus content. Welcome oh, to bonus we? content, uh, RG Sieves. Hey, welcome! Thanks for the support. We appreciate that. And then welcome to early access, the Alex Crib One. Oh, you know why? Congrats. I was in top chat, not live chat. Mm. I was in top chat mode, not live chat mode. Yeah. No, I like. I just like having everything wash over me in a weird wave. I know what. Yeah. 
in a weird wave. Why would it like wa- a weird wave? Why would it wash over in a weird wave? I don't understand. It's like a way. It's like a, a a wave of like it's just constant comments. So it's almost like if you go into like a you know the wave pool and like Noah's yeah. Ark, any of the places in, in the, uh, up in the Dells, mm-hmm. the wave pool is like when you really think about it, it's just full of like kids piss. Like it's just yeah, there's just a ton of pee in those waves. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what it feels like. It's cool to get hit by the waves, but then when you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, I'm just getting hit in the face with a bunch of piss. So that's what live chat is like. I don't know. I really, I really lost. I lost the tail on that on that one a while ago. Yeah. And then you asked me to keep going, uh-huh. and, and I wasn't expecting. And that. then I just, I and then I was just enjoying the spiral. Is more than anything. I was just like, oh, let's see where this goes. And you know what? Yeah, I think yeah. you nailed the landing. Is I that's like, yeah. I think that's like the best way to close out the show. So thank you everybody for coming and chatting with us about Nintendo. It's complicated. It's a big gray area. Mm-hmm. They do some good. They do some bad. Um, I, I don't I, I don't want them to go anywhere. And really, that's the moral no. of the story. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, below our faces right now are our Twitter handles. I'm at Harlack. I'm at McBiggity. That's right. And uh, make sure uh, to check out uh, Adventure is Nigh. Uh, the uh, episode two is coming to uh, YouTube for everyone on Thursday. Uh, oh, it's a it's a good it's a good. Oh, one. it's uh, the, I I I am not exaggerating when I say like one of the my favorite gags I have ever made is in episode two of Adventure is Nigh. Uh, for anyone who has seen it, it is the letters a bit, uh, which it's very good. Oh, oh, I, I really worked hard on that. Uh, and more to come, and they're even better. Keep watching, uh, Marty. Anything coming up that you would like to promote? Uh, yeah, just the usual stuff. You could check out uh, Breakout, which is our, our weekly mm-hmm. sort of off-topic show I do with uh, Casey and Nick. We just recorded a new episode this morning. It should be up tomorrow on all of your favorite podcast services. Uh, Friday nights at uh, 7 p.m. Central, Casey and I are streaming uh, Dead Space. He's mm-hmm. never played the original Dead Space, so we are going through that. The first episode is up on YouTube. We're doing episode two live this Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then starting Sunday afternoon with a time tbd i believe like 1 p.m central uh nick and i are finally gonna start streaming persona Ooh, oh no you're gonna start your weeb shit start our weeb shit i'm a big persona <laughs> fan uh nick was forced to play persona because of all of you mm-hmm. and uh I, I i can confirm uh there are some really beautiful uh cat ears that he will be wearing oh, the entire no. time oh, oh no well then you have all that to look forward to yeah Ooh, baby, it's going to be a weird one. Uh, And no, this Mm -hmm. wasn't the off-topic show. We had a topic for this one, which (laughs) hopefully gives you an idea of how off-topic the off-topic one gets. I feel like we had a lot. I think I feel like we had a lot of Nintendo talk in this one, so we did good. Oh, and Honey Money reminding us, post-ZP is on Thursday this week, not Wednesday. Wednesday is saved for the Lord. No, I think Yahtzee's just still under the weather, so he wants to take another day to to feel better. So yeah, Thursday. Well, then there you go. Thanks for coming, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody.